Each week, we get the inside scoop from industry leaders in marketing, social media, and influencers. Follow along on their journey. This is the Follow Me Podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to Follow Me. I'm Allie and I'm here with my co-host Cole. Woo! And we're going to get straight into our Follow Me's because we're super excited about our guests. Yeah, and, and Allie's got stuff to do. She just told me this is a one take. Yeah, <laughs> We get one I chance. I have contracts to read. So I'm going to hold back the giggles. Um, okay, Allie, you want to know who I'm following this week? I do. Okay. <laughs> this week, I've actually been saving this ever since we started this podcast, which is so long ago. So many episodes ago. So many weeks ago. Yeah. Um, but it literally is the best account on Instagram. Everyone has to follow it. Uh, it's called Special Books by Special Kids. Kind of a crazy name. But basically, it's an account where he just goes around the country, around the world, and interviews kids with special needs or disabilities or terminal illnesses, whatever it is, and tells their stories and just shares it online. And it's super inspiring. It's amazing. Yeah. I love that account. I follow them. Yeah. It will give me tears sometimes, honestly. Oh, yeah. Um, what about you? That's a good one. Uh, mine is like my newest obsession right now. And it's a book I'm almost done with. It's called Radical Candor. And it's by someone named Kim Scott. Mm-hmm. Um, she's not like super big on social media or anything, but she has like really great tips. And mostly I just like love her book right now and everything mm-hmm. I've learned from it. So if you own a business, if you're a manager, if you're anything in the workforce, go and get this book. It's called Radical Candor. So you're not following an Instagram account this week. It's a book. It's a book. Okay. But she has an Instagram and her Instagram is Kim Malone Scott. Oh, okay. (laughs) But like get offline and read. Yeah. Yeah. It's like so refreshing reading a book and like not staring at my phone at night or like looking at my computer. I'm very impressed. Yeah. Yeah. Feels good. Um, All right. So what we're going to do now is get into our guest. That's how this podcast works. We (laughs) intro and then we guest. All right, Pluto, take it away. Welcome back. Today we have entrepreneur, blogger, content creator, digital designer, cat mom, which is one of my favorite things about you, and LA cool girl, Puno. Puno Puno. (laughs) Double down. Welcome. Thank you so much for coming and joining us. Thank you for having me here. We, I I told you this earlier, but like, I'm a huge fan, longtime fan. So I'm really excited that you came and I feel like you have so much insight and we're just excited to chat with you. Yes. I'm excited too. So let's get a little bit of a background. You have three really cool companies, one of which our agency uses, and it is called People Map, and it is such a must-have. So tell us a little bit about your journey to this point and a little bit about your three companies and what they do. Yeah. So um, I'm not going to go too far back, but um, so maybe around 2013, yeah, 2013, I used to work at Activision on Call of Duty. And I was UX designer um, wow. and got really burnt out there. Learned a lot. Um, mm-hmm. I, I finally am at peace with that time in my life. Uh-huh. And I'm like, <laughs> I learned a lot. <laughs> um, and so then my husband and I were like, let's do something together. He's a programmer. Oh, cool. I'm a UX designer, digital designer. I was in advertising. So I say marketer, but really I had no idea yeah. like how to do it grassroots and bootstrapped. Um, and so we 
we, we were like, let's just do something. And then, um, didn't really have a plan. And I was still actually emotionally burnt out. Mm -hmm. So, um, he was like, let's, let's go do our honeymoon that we never did. So we went to Thailand for five weeks and that's where we were like, let's do made with map, which was this travel app that allowed you to like visually, uh, pin, if you will, um, places that you want to go to on a map. And so we made that. Uh, and when we were growing that, I hadn't been on Instagram yet. I still had an Android. No. Oh no. My God. Yeah. Wow. The only reason why I got an iPhone is because <laughs> Instagram wasn't available yet. And, and I was like, okay, wow. I guess I got to yeah. get this Instagram <laughs> iPhone or whatever. And then, so I got an iPhone um, haven't, haven't gone back yet. And then we decided to, or I decided to solely go, um, Hmm. out to Instagram and use it for our user acquisition. Um, and I didn't really know anything about it. I, I, I had like 13 followers, but I went to unique camp. I basically, when I was there, um, there was Bonnie Sang, and there was like all these different yeah. people, a guy named Patrick. Oh, wow. And they all were talking about Instagram. And so decided to do it. Um, and <laughs> this was how many years ago? This is 2014. Okay. Amazing. 2014. Okay. So the first six months literally just had two Instagram accounts. That was like probably one of the, the hardest questions for me. Mm-hmm. And I remember asking Chelsea this on the bus mm-hmm. and I'm like, Hey, so do you think I should have a personal Instagram account <laughs> or should I, cause mm-hmm. I want to be authentic mm-hmm. <laughs> with my business account. And she's like, girl, just do whatever you yeah. want. Yeah. <laughs> Don't overthink it. <laughs> I know. So I didn't overthink it. And I was like, fine. And then I did two. I had my personal and I had made with map and I learned so much in that six months of just kind of committing mm-hmm. to posting to each. Mm-hmm. And How start, often were you posting? Once, once a day for each. Okay. Once a day for each. And then on top of that, um, every, uh, every day I spent an hour engaging with people mm-hmm. and finding people. So like you already knew that way back in, like, I feel like. That was kind of pioneering this whole thing, right? right? Like that wasn't a thing yet. Community People weren't really talking about that. No. That's really interesting. Well, and I also, I was really hungry for friends. (laughs) (laughs) We all are. I want friends. (laughs) 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 Oh, I quit my job and I didn't have any friends. They were all at Activision. That's amazing. And I was like, who am I going to get lunch with? (laughs) (laughs) I need friends to do that. So then I I, I started um, probably meeting with a new person on Mm -hmm. Instagram like once a week. Whoa. Yeah. Wow. That's amazing. I I just went, I went bananas with it. And, Mm -hmm. uh, and, and that was interesting because both of my accounts grew to a thousand in six months. Oh, wow. And I thought that was really interesting because I realized, I thought it was content-based. Yeah. Because this was when Kim Folk was huge, right? Yeah. So I thought, oh, if I just post pictures of myself, like with parrots and I don't know, whatever, (laughs) that's not going to grow. And then I have this like travel thing, but they both grew because of my effort. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Interesting. And that's when I was like, okay, maybe if I double down on this effort Mm -hmm. and just go balls to wall on Mm -hmm. Made With Map, that'll, Mm -hmm. something will happen. Yeah. Yeah. 
And at that time, I read this article by Paul Graham, who is, he's the founder of Y Combinator, Mm -hmm. which has Airbnb, Dropbox, they Mm -hmm. they all come out of that. Mm -hmm. And he has this um, really old school blog, like it is old school if you you read it. But there is this one on there that was called Do Things That Don't Scale. Might not be called that, but I think Mm -hmm. the word scale is. (laughs) (laughs) And in that article, he talked about how you have to literally drag your customer to your store or to your website. Yeah, interesting. And I was like, that's what I'm doing on Instagram. Is yeah. I'm, I'm literally like finding people that are like-minded and I'm dragging them to my account. Because okay. I knew that, you know, the engagement rate of the amount of people that engage with your post is 2%, even back then. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I knew that I'm missing out on a lot of people. And mm-hmm. I, I mean, I only had 13 followers. So yeah. um, I started getting this process where I would, you know, sit down for an hour, mm-hmm. find 60 new people a day to reach mm-hmm. out to. And I, what I was doing was what everybody does. Mm-hmm. They just go through their, you know, somebody that they found, they look at who they're following. They look at who's engaging with them. They look mm-hmm. at their comments. Mm-hmm. They stalk the crap out of them. Yeah. And I was doing that and I was like, man, this is taking forever. And on top of that, I started trying to kind of keep track of all these people that I'm talking to. Yeah, yeah. I started screenshotting on my phone that I don't even... Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> that's just a pit of yeah. <laughs> of screenshots, and then I started putting them on a spreadsheet, mm-hmm. and then that got really outdated. Um, so I asked Daniel, I was like, "Can I? Is there some way that we can get into the Instagram API? Because I'm literally spending I f- like an hour just trying to find people, and it's mm-hmm. taking too yeah. long. Yeah, and I want to spend more time engaging with people. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And so that's when he was like, "Okay." Sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let me just put something together. Tap, mm-hmm. tap, tap. And very um, convenient to have him. I know. By the way. I know. Yeah. That'd People be so want nice. Roses. I want programming. <laughs> yeah. I love that. It's like a better Instagram husband. I know. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Way totally. better. Right you don't need to take my photo. Yeah. Can you just tap into that yeah. Instagram API for me? <laughs> It's <laughs> amazing. And so he he like made a, a simple program um, and it literally did that. It mm-hmm. was let's find people. It was basically the analyze tool, which you guys know of now, mm-hmm. and list building. And mm-hmm. that was it. Mm-hmm. And we used that for one year and grew from 1,000 to 80,000 followers wow. in, um, in a year. Whoa. And it was just, it was nuts because it was all authentic and it was mm-hmm. all like everybody who was there, I probably had talked to them or I, I ended up hiring some, a team of two or three and either one of them talked to them. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so it, these, this was literally a hand-picked community. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was all because we were able to really like mine and find the people that we wanted. Um, and so, uh, during that time is when, because our Instagram was kind of blown up, uh, uh, somebody from the Pinterest team reached Hmm. out to us and was like, Hey, so made with map looks pretty cool. Mm -hmm. And, um, you guys have any interest in maybe, you know, an acquisition or something like that? Yeah. Wow. And I was like, Whoa, that's That's insane. That's crazy. Yeah. And that was kind of the end goal of Made With Map. Yeah. But um, this is the part where I really had already been working for ourselves for about a year and a half. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't wearing pants to work. Yeah. (laughs) 
I mean, in general, <laughs> no. <laughs> and we were our own boss, and um, and I and I loved. Uh, what I craved the most was being able to experiment mm-hmm. and take risks mm-hmm. and uh, try new things. And I wasn't done with that. Um, I also love LA mm-hmm. and I didn't want to move to San Francisco. And I asked a few friends, what does an acquisition really mean to your life? Like, how yeah. does it really change? Is yeah. it jet money? What's going on here? Yeah. Um, but it wasn't any of those things, really. It, it just For me, it just wasn't that what I wanted and it it. wasn't what Daniel wanted. Yeah. And we were like, damn it. Yeah. This is the, that was the end goal. And we didn't think about that. And so we were like, okay, we, we, we politely declined and Mm -hmm. even further the meeting and we're like, okay, well, what are we going to do now? Because made with map isn't necessarily, there wasn't really a business model besides that, Mm -hmm. besides eventually Mm -hmm. doing Mm -hmm. ads or anything. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was talking to Chelsea Matthews Mm -hmm. from Matt Black Good friend, uh, also the person who told me not to <laughs> worry about yeah. personal person's business. And she was like, I, I talked to her sh- about um, how we grew Made With Map. Yeah. And I told her, like, we were using this tool, this internal tool I built, and showed it to her. And she was like, uh, I'll just, like, I could be your first subscriber. Just yeah. put a login on it. And this mm-hmm. is when it was booty. Like, it was not cute. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so we worked on it for the next six months and then literally like mm-hmm. made it. And so that was about two years ago. And so now uh, that's where map. people map came from. Yeah. Wow. That's I, an incredible story. <laughs> I love creatives was in the middle of that. Somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. And that happened because I was taking all these meetings and like just getting coffee with literally anyone. Yeah. Um, and started growing a network of people that didn't really fit in the travel mm-hmm. world. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, since I build websites and I love connecting with people, I just honestly wanted a more efficient way to do that. Yeah. Cause like texting and going on Facebook and totally. being like, here, you connect to this. Just, I was, it was like, much. I think it'd be easier if I just made a website where yeah. they, yeah. <laughs> they go there. Very smart. Yeah. I love just the, innovativeness of like your brain it's incredible it's <laughs> yeah. really cool and, like how all your companies kind of like weave together uh-huh and I didn't really realize cool that yeah. definitely not intentional yeah but yeah. I, I think I'm opportunistic in that sense mm-hmm. where I try to figure out how can we make this ecosystem mm-hmm. yeah that's work. really cool yeah so yeah. smart so where are you now like you wear pants now <laughs> um <laughs> <you're just> <laughs> um do you have a team do you have offices like where how is the company scaled from the no pants yeah so people map is still just daniel and i wow okay and we we do we're doing that on purpose um we have uh we work with other freelancers all the time okay Mm -hmm. so i always have a team of like three or four maybe even six different remote people Mm -hmm. um but because daniel and i are very um uh autodidactic like we mm-hmm. learn what whatever we need to mm-hmm. to do what we want to do and yeah. it, and it keeps our operation costs obviously really low but um i think just at this moment we're not ready to yeah. to yeah. scale and like grow a bunch of uh, bring on a bunch of people yet mm-hmm. um we're just i don't know i just i like being really lean right now yeah mm-hmm. that's a great place to be but we're mm-hmm. gonna be we're gonna definitely grow more but um i'm just learning so much actually i talked to um another bootstrapped SaaS founder mm-hmm. from ConvertKit, and we were just discussing because there's not a lot of bootstrapped SaaS companies right. out there right. what is a 
bootstrap SaaS company. <laughs> yeah, I no. actually know. You do? Okay. Yeah. I have no idea. I, yeah, so. I'd love to hear what you think. Well, it's like <laughs> software as a service. Yes. Mm-hmm. Is like what SaaS is. Okay. S A A S. And bootstrapped, I mean, just not taking okay, investment okay, okay, money. Okay, okay. It's not VC backed. It's not okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Totally. F- <laughs> I, yeah. To- it, which which I don't like that not many people know what bootstrapped is because yeah. mm-hmm. a lot of people think the only way that I can grow a technology business mm-hmm. is through VC money. Yeah. And I that's don't- like what you instantly think of. You think of that whole process. Yeah. Oh, I have to go find money. Yeah. yeah. So you haven't done that process. No. I uh, Daniel and I like made a decision that I would um, I would bring home the bacon mm-hmm. and he would work mm-hmm. on uh, pe- people map full time. Mm-hmm. And so I had to do a lot of things in order to make sure that would I could balance all of that. Yeah. Um, but it made it work. And then it wasn't in December was when um, I took my last freelance client. Wow. So now we're full time. Full time. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. So people map is like the main gig. People map and I love creatives. Okay. And cat photos. Okay. You, I need an explanation. The, it's that. like the best thing I've ever seen. How many cats do you have? I only have one. Oh, one. Who, who designs one. the sets? Is that you? <laughs> well, Who's shooting this? This is like, <laughs> you, have you seen it? It's gold. I mean. No. Well, so I, I actually didn't like cats for the longest time. I was allergic to them. And then I, I came, I uh, had a few gateway cats. <laughs> That just converted me. <laughs> and I adopted a cat about a year ago. It's and coolest looking cat she is, ever. She's amazing. So cute. And she lets me put clothes on her. Wow. So My I there's it's like a it's, it's a thing. It's you a, have a calendar, right? I have a calendar. Yeah. <laughs> I have 12 months. <laughs> Oh, good. How do you have time for that? Yeah. Well, <laughs> do you sleep? Like well, that was only like three days. Yeah. <laughs> it took me three days. Wow. It took me so three amazing. days. It took three days. Well, you know, most of it was shopping. Oh, so yeah. good. So but, you do like the styling. Yeah. Are you doing the set design? Uh, is- so the set design, actually, I, it was a friend of mine who helped me with a set for something else. Uh-huh. And we just repurposed it. It's so good. Also, I live in the fabric distri- district um, or fashion district. Yeah. And flower district. So mm, yeah. Just down. Downstairs. That, that stuff. <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay. So you have like all this stuff going on, just you and your husband. Mm-hmm. How do you balance all of this? Like what is like a typical day for you? Um, you know, it's actually, it's up in front of the computer. <laughs> I know. Is That's it really? Yeah. Say, like professional emailers. Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, job is- and also, um, so, you know, I, I was burnt out. So there was mm-hmm. the first two years um, that I was chilling. Like I, mm-hmm. I did everything as efficiently as possible, even freelance, mm-hmm. like freelance. I told myself, I only want to work two hours a day for this. Mm-hmm. And now a lot of people can't say that, but I, you know, cause I'm a web designer and it, it's, it's a lot of people want web design. Yeah. So, yeah. um, but I, I made a point to only work two hours a day and make an income of a hundred grand. That's, mm-hmm. that's what I wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it, I'm very time based mm-hmm. and, and like, I'll, I'll always track my time. Hmm. And then once I can, you know, if I do something that is, uh, somewhat teachable, mm-hmm. then I hire someone. Mm-hmm. Um, and, so and smart. a lot of people think like, oh man, you got to hire like a part-time person or a full-time person. Mm-hmm. But I, with, I love creatives. Like there's so many people yeah. that are just down yeah. to put in an hour a day if you need it. Yeah. So that's how I just scale my time. Like Beyonce, so right? No. Yeah. <laughs> 
exactly. You're brilliant. <laughs> what are we doing? Yeah, I don't know. Oh, one other tip for that too is um, I, I record myself a lot. So, um, like I'll like if I'm doing something, I'll uh-huh. just record a video no. of you doing of it, me yeah. doing it, and I make a little library. Um, so anytime I onboard someone, I'm like, here, watch this. Because wow. oh gosh, that is so cool. You know, like when you teach someone, yeah. th- there's there's only so much someone's going to retain at yeah. one time. So yeah. it is actually nice for them to have Be that. Be able to and, have that. Yeah. That's, that's interesting. So we do smart. like a lot of like shadowing for like new employees. Yeah. But that's super interesting. And, yeah. And it also helps you kind of define what the process is when yeah. you record it. So yeah. That, yeah. You know, you check yourself. Right. That's really smart. Mm-hmm. I love that. Um, tell us about your viral moment, like that moment <laughs> that you're like, wow, I made it. I feel like it might be that Pinterest email. I don't know, but um, maybe another moment. I guess so. I mean, you know, with the growth, uh, for made with map mm-hmm. was so planned because of, um, that Paul Graham, that Paul Graham, uh, article, mm-hmm. he wrote in there that everybody who went to his incubator for three months, they had to show 10% week over week growth somehow. Wow. Mm. So, and that's compound growth, not, mm-hmm. not linear. And mm-hmm. so I, I made a spreadsheet, which is on Isla creatives that basically was like, okay, here are the number of followers I have. And then, um, if I want 10% week over week growth, yeah. it, it equaled 80,000 followers at Whoa. the end. So when we hit, for example, 10,000 followers in June, Mm -hmm. I already knew that was going to happen because we checked in every week. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So there was never really a moment of like, wow, this hit. Mm -hmm. Um, I also don't think I'm lucky enough to have that, those viral moments. I don't think a lot of people are. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Ours was definitely a grind, Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. um, it was, it was calculated in a sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, On the flip side. What's like a moment that you would maybe unfollow yourself for? Like <gasps> a regret moment. Yeah. Damn. I deleted those. No <laughs> digital regrets. <laughs> um, uh, I guess one thing I do am starting to regret mm-hmm. is how I talk so much about Activision and how much I just kind of crapped on it and mm-hmm. didn't really take the time to understand how much of it was my fault mm-hmm. in a sense. Like there is a point where... And, and the reason why I even think about this right now is because um, a good friend of mine is going through company change right now where management is completely switching and yeah. um, everybody's leaving, like mm. everyone's leaving. Okay. But she's deciding t- to stay. Okay. And we just really talked about why she's going to stay. And she said, because I'm in a position and I understand how we could get out of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was like, wow, I never really thought of it that way. Mm-hmm. I yeah. always thought they owe me this, but it's yeah. still a group you effort. Know, effort. Yeah. And I did give up on it um, mm-hmm. because it there's one or two people that just weren't letting me thrive. Yeah. Um, and, it, and I think that if I had um, really wanted it, I think I could have... Um, steered it in a way or shown the upper management like mm-hmm. you know what this is really hurting us and mm-hmm. here are some yeah. solutions maybe mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I do regret crapping on it so much because yeah. there there yeah. is there is a light at the, at the end of the tunnel yeah, yeah. please I think that's a good lesson for like anyone who's an employee of a company is like hopefully you have a voice to make change yeah. and like don't blame the company or don't blame whoever mm-hmm. it's like you know, you're an action for change. Right. And I think mm-hmm. that's something 
It's a good, valuable lesson. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you're caught up in your emotions at the time. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's very hard. It takes a very uh, courageous person to kind of separate yourself from that and really think about like hard changes and hard solutions um, and how you can positively manipulate people Uh (laughs) to Mm -hmm. get there. I mean, it's a game. Yeah. Yeah. It fully is. People. Yeah. And, and and the other thing, too, is like I stopped making assumptions. That's mm-hmm. like been a huge lesson in mm-hmm. yeah. especially growing a company with your husband. Like assumptions yeah. are probably the worst thing that you could do. Yeah. And I did make a lot of assumptions. I, I made a lot of assumptions that my boss knew exactly what I needed. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't communicate that. Right. And, and I didn't uh, provide any uh, solutions. Yeah. Totally. What's the end goal of all of this? <laughs> Where are you going? Where yeah. am I going? So with People Map, um, it's it's interesting because it's based off of Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I feel like the process or the the marketing reason why we did it is not just Instagram. I think Instagram is amazing because it's so visual Mm -hmm. and it's bite size. Mm -hmm. So if you want to see if someone is a like-minded person, you can immediately assess that in just a couple of words Mm -hmm. and a few photos, Mm -hmm. um, which is why I think so many people love it Mm -hmm. and gravitate to it. But I think that there's other ways to find like-minded people all over the Internet and so we we're not there yet, but that's definitely that's one of the bigger goals is yeah. trying to figure out how do we keep connecting people um, and making that process mm-hmm. easier. I know recently you were a company that was affected by Facebook's API changes, <sighs> yes. security changes. How did that affect your company? Was that a total heart attack moment? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Walk yeah. us through that. <laughs> um, so it happened on April 4th. It was crazy because they didn't announce it. Um, so they didn't like their partners like you really wow. know. No. Oh, man. Nobody crazy. knew. And in, in fact, uh, their team, I don't think we're talking to each other mm-hmm. because the marketing team sent an email three months or three days later that mm-hmm. was contradictory to what the mm-hmm. development team well, had just done. So, I, th- I mean, a couple of things like one people map was completely down. Because uh, so there's the Instagram API and then there's the Facebook graph and they wanted everybody to migrate to the Facebook graph. And in that migration, there were a few features that were lost, Mm -hmm. um, but not really. Mm -hmm. So fortunately, we hadn't lost a lot of things, but um, but we had to hook everything back up. Mm -hmm. And so that took Daniel about two and a half weeks Mm -hmm. of just sitting there and then fixing all of it. I asked him, though, because I was like, dude, I I thought this was going to take way longer. Yeah. But he's he was like, I'm good now. Like, yeah. I'm a really good yeah. <laughs> He's awesome. like, if this happened to us two years ago, there's no way. Yeah. Wow. But he's just gotten really good at um, at at building the, yeah. s- the service mm-hmm. again. And um, I also think because it was so public, yeah. our customers were incredibly positive mm. and like super I, I thought the customer service was going to be horrible yeah but it was yeah. actually really it was oh, really good. nice everybody was very understanding good um and so a couple of things that changed um for people map is uh and we're still trying to figure out a lot mm-hmm. of things that we get access to because we're not hooking up everything on facebook yet we do get a lot more insights, mm-hmm. um, but we're losing other things like commenting on on people map. Mm-hmm. But you know, 
So the one thing that I feel like people are sad about with people map is that we've lost commenting within the app. Mm -hmm. But I, for me, I'm like, I'm just really glad we haven't lost analyze and Mm -hmm. you know, the Mm -hmm. building list would have stayed, but those to me were the ones that I built from uh, made with map from to 80,000 followers. So Mm -hmm. that's what we haven't lost. Yeah. Oh, good. (laughs) Yeah. So for people listening that maybe are like, you know, marketing manager at a brand or, you know, account executive at a PR agency, mm-hmm. what does PeopleMap do exactly and how is it going to save them time? Yeah. So I also want to hear what you guys think about it yeah. or how you guys use it too. Yeah. Um, so the the main thing I feel like it helps you do is find like-minded people. Mm-hmm. We have an analyze button that essentially you can click the analyze button on any account unless it's private. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we'll show you people that have engaged with it. Mm-hmm. But more importantly, you can see who are the top commenters, who are the top likers, and what has that account tagged. And you can sort it by um, engagement rate, followers, and then you can also search for certain terms in their profile bio. So like in a, a more hands-on example for a brand, if they're looking for an influencer, let's say a mom blogger, um, they can go to one of their more ideal mom bloggers that if you're a micro brand, you might not be able to reach to yet. But there's so many micro influencers that are probably following that Mm -hmm. one person. Mm -hmm. So if you analyze that account, um, the first thing I like to do is look at who is that influencer commenting to. Mm Um, and that's a really, gives you a really great sense of who their community is Uh because, you know, when you work with someone, you're trying to access their community, you're trying to do a social swap, but, um, if they're the people that are, you know, responding to them, for example, if you're a bikini you know, you do, you're all about wellness, mm-hmm. but you got a lot of bikini photos. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of guys. Yeah. <laughs> and if you're a swimsuit company, sometimes that doesn't always make sense. Yeah. <laughs> totally. um, the other thing I like to do is look at who they're tagging. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. if I go on to like, Oh joy or something and look mm-hmm. at who are all the brands that she's tagging, that's a really great way to find like-minded partners. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and partnerships is such a great way to beat the algorithm. In yeah, a sense. totally. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's just, it's, always going to um to one g- give you social relevance but mm-hmm. also be able to swap communities mm-hmm. yeah. and grow mm-hmm. it's very cool and it's twenty dollars a month twenty dollars how'd month? you come up with that price okay so <laughs> we came up with that price because when we were looking for a tool that did this all the tools out there that were good were like a thousand dollars a month yeah if not five thousand dollars a month yeah. and and we, you know, we were looking at how to build it and I was like, that is not really worth that. Yeah. Plus I wasn't in the position to do sales. Mm-hmm. So I just, I, there's no way that yeah. I'm yeah. going to be able to compete with all those other competitors. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then the other reason why, besides that, we just, we knew as micro brands that mm-hmm. we wanted a tool. Um, it's kind of great to not have to sell it so hard yeah and then not yeah. be so upset when someone cancels yeah 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 i was like oh you don't like it that's fine yeah, yeah. it's just 20 <laughs> yeah. bucks yeah yeah <laughs> i guess i won't and get that well, coffee. well worth it um our team did like an extensive search for a solution yeah like yours and then obviously we came across your company and i think we did a demo or we looked through your case studies or something like that um, but our influencer team uses it every day 
And it's like a, it's like a casting tool for us, meaning like a list building tool, Mm -hmm. um, selecting what influencers we want to target and outreach for both organic and paid partnerships. Got it. So it's saved a lot of time. Right. Um, And the campaign feature probably saved you guys a lot of time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so it's the, amazing. The <laughs> campaign feature we added because, um, one of our PR, uh, subscribers asked for it. Okay. And it, honestly, it, because it's just Daniel and I, like whenever you tell us features, it's, oh, it's a lot amazing. more likely to happen. But, um, but yeah, once she was just like, you know, um, our team is, we have literally one person that is dedicated to just following up when an influencer posts Mm -hmm. and they were the, the the use case was fashion week. They had uh, 30 different influencers per 10 brands Mm -hmm. at one time posting. And they needed to not only engage with those influencers immediately or regram, but also tell their brand what's happening. Mm -hmm. Um, And so we made that feature on campaigns where it just emails you right when um, those conditions are met and influencer posts or uses that Mm -hmm. hashtag or mentions you. Um, and the other part of it that I really like is showing what your follower ROI is. Mm-hmm. Um, so you, like whenever you have these posts, will tell you what your follower growth was during those posts. Um, nice. so it, it's kind of, it's harder to, um, we can't tell you, yes, because this influencer post these specific followers came there, but what we can show you is how it's done compared to historical growth. Right. So it'd be um, assumed then. Right. Okay. Was it, did it, did it make a little yeah. bump? Yeah. And then if you go to stats, that's where you can really see those bumps. Cause we, we show you all your campaigns on the timeline on mm-hmm. the bottom. Um, mm-hmm. and you can really see those dips. I've seen a lot of really interesting um, hacks, if and not even hacks, but yeah. uses of campaigns with influencers. So influencers use it for case studies um, because they're it's harder and harder to negotiate mm-hmm. a paid rate, mm-hmm. um, especially as a micro influencer because you don't have the followers, but yeah. you definitely have the engagement. Yeah. Um, and so I've seen a lot of micro influencers starting to build the case studies. I've seen a lot of professionals like speakers mm-hmm. and we even had a magician who's a <laughs> motivational speaker. No way. And wow. he, I think they, they used campaigns to track an event or a panel that they mm-hmm. went to. Um, like I've done it for podcasts that I've been on just Very to cool. see like, how are all these different collaborations, regardless if it's an influencer brand campaign uh-huh. and how does it affect my growth? Um, so it's been really interesting to see yeah. all these different types of people yeah. um, use it. So you have micro-influencers. You also have, like, huge corporations yeah, utilizing we, the platform. And and the bigger ones, um, I found they use it because they care so, ma- so much about the type of person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, like, I, I before I did some sales with um, other agencies and other bigger brands, and I could tell on the phone, like, when I would talk to these marketing guys, like, they didn't get it. They didn't understand how important it was to authentically like find Mm -hmm. the right person. Mm -hmm. Um, And then they didn't understand the value of people map Mm -hmm. um, or understand the the reason why you need to take so much time in building those lists. Yeah. Um, So every brand that's on there that is big, they do care about those things. Um, And 
I think that's just really interesting because they're huge, right? Yeah. But yet they yeah. still do they the still grind. Care. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you so much. This is like really informative yeah. and educational. I'm yeah. excited. <laughs> it's so cool so, to hear more of your story. I keep saying so. Um, <laughs> where can people follow you, learn more about you, all of those things? Who know Dose Trace is my Instagram. It's everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and, then, and then, yeah, and then People Map, too. Yeah. Um, we, we're doing a lot more stuff now. Um, like, I'm trying to do, I'm actually going to do a course um, mm. that's just for micro brands. And just for micro influencers. Oh, okay. cool. Um, so I'm really excited about that because I feel like it's such a huge, uh, there's so many people mm-hmm. that are getting into this space and are ready to to go all in. So Very cool. Yeah, so watch out for that. We'll be there. Yeah. We'll be front row. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, thank you. Yeah. Thank you thank so much. Thank you, guys. <laughs> All right. Wow. Thanks, Puno. Um, Not only are you so smart and like know how to code and do all the computer things, but you also are just so cool style wise. Everyone needs to go look at her Instagram because I feel like her style, she's so pretty, she's smart, she's hilarious. She's cool. We want to be her. Um, But (laughs) thanks for coming on. I learned a lot. Cole learned a lot. Yep. And hopefully you guys did too. Um, We're excited for next week. So make sure you follow along then. Bye.